You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Savian! SportsJourney.com Radio Network back on the air. Welcome in, boys and girls. Well, that one as far as relevance went that didn't last too long and i'm not sure how well this is aging but you heard it uh about five six o'clock yesterday afternoon the nfl says that they got an oral report from beth wilkinson the person who was charged with investigating the culture of the washington football team apparently Uh, In the final version of it, there were uh, not only no recommendations for certain individuals to sell certain franchises, but apparently uh, everyone, and Daniel Snyder especially, uh, got off scot-free. A $10 million fine and technically not suspended as being the owner of the football team. However, he's stepping away as co-CEO to concentrate on that stadium deal. Uh, Again, this one, and we have been talking about it ad nauseum for about 24 hours now, this one is not aging well, Uh, primarily because it is so transparent as to exactly what's going on here. And, you know, it's funny, that's the thing about the Snyder era, is that for a guy who made his fortune, his early fortune, at least in public relations, he's not very good at it right now. I mean, you could see this coming from a mile away. When we were talking with Flake yesterday, we were mentioning how we really thought there was uh, that all of the signs pointed to uh, news about the Wilkinson report coming out, we thought today. However, it happened to be yesterday, uh, just before the, uh, the afternoon news cycle was over. Um, as of right now, and for the foreseeable future, though we don't know how long that'll be, Dan Snyder's wife, Tanya, is going to be the CEO of, of the team. His name's co-CEO earlier uh, in the week. means you're not going to see Dan at games. You're not going to see him at practice. You're not going to see him at training camp, although all this is just voluntary, you know, at least on the surface. We don't know officially uh what went on behind closed doors and, and what might have been said to him. And we're going to talk with one of the reporters that broke this entire story uh, last summer in Beth Reiner of the Washington Post in just a couple of minutes. But the optics have not looked good for the last 24 hours for Dan Snyder, and I don't think that they are going to look good in another 24 or 48 hours. And while... It has perhaps um, facilitated some change, uh, at least for the time being, in the Washington football team organization in the front office. What it really does is it, it lets the people that were the main perpetrators of this toxic culture, and believe me, from everything we have heard, it was bad. Uh, you've all read the stories now. You all know it was bad. And the people that were responsible for it are getting away 
pretty much scot-free. That's just the bottom line. Uh, Or as my youngest daughter would say, it's once again another example of the patriarchal society. Joined now by Beth Reinhardt of the Washington Post. She is part of the incredible investigative team that broke this story. Really the story that led to the investigation and, well, what we saw yesterday. Beth, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, Since you guys were kind of on this from the jump, I guess my first question is the report, the quote unquote report comes out yesterday. The announcement comes out. Um, were you surprised at the the toothlessness of it? Because I don't think this thing has played very well in the last 24 hours. Frankly, I, I wasn't surprised only because this was the vibe we'd been getting for a while now. Um, and we had sort of seen um, a couple times uh, discussion about Tanya uh, Snyder, his wife, taking a bigger role. We, we sort of saw that coming. Um, the NFL um, has in the past produced more robust reports and, you know, given the details, but they also have had instances where they haven't. And there just is a culture of, um, as there is in, you know, in so many institutions of sort of protecting our own. And um, if one owner goes down, the other owners think, oh no, that could happen to me. Um, and the Washington football team is, is making a lot of money for the NFL. And um, so they, they did not feel uh, really incentivized to, to punish Dan Snyder in what I think a lot of people would see as a meaningful way. I know $10 million sounds like a lot of money, but it's really not to Dan Snyder. And, um, you know, he, he, he's not suspended. Um, there's no, um, there's really not much accountability in terms of like, these are the things that we feel you did wrong. I mean, they made some very sweeping criticisms of the culture that were, that were pretty harsh. You know, they called it toxic, but, um, but, you know, they interviewed dozens of people very detailed interviews, spent hours and hours on the phone with people who felt they had been harassed or mistreated or exploited. Um, and we will apparently never learn anything about that. When you, have you guys talked to any of your sources that either were on or, or off the record since this came out? And if so, you know, what's been, what's been their, uh, what's been their take on it? How, how surprised or not surprised were they? I mean, I don't think they're surprised, but they are bitterly disappointed. I mean, um, uh, you know, I, I'm just actually like signing on to my Facebook to look at uh, the comments from one, um, one person that I remember. I think she described herself as livid. Um, but, you know, again and again, I think they have, um, here it is. This is Megan Imbert, who was quoted in our story. She said, today's decision by the NFL leaves me livid and extremely disappointed. Over the past several months, uh, the NFL has, has spent, uh, has been ch- praising the changes Snyder has made with very little commentary surrounding us in the investigation. Um, the fact that they chose to receive an oral report instead of a hard copy proves they are scared of a paper trail and so on. And, and right. she ends it with, and to a billionaire, how is a $10 million tax deductible donation an actual punishment? 
And that's from, that's from Megan Imbert, a former uh, employee there. You guys, in the course of your investigation, um, we heard uh, yesterday and, and you know, in the past, you guys, the, the Washington Post had gone to court to try and get uh, some of these documents unsealed, especially when it, when it comes to a, a settlement, the settlement that Snyder had with a, a team employee about an alleged sexual uh, assault incident on the team plane. Now that this is over, I mean, is there any chance that any of that stuff comes out or can, you know, do, do any of these sources have any, any, you know, hard concrete, you know, proof or documents or something that they can release to the public to say you, you guys have, you know, you, the public has to know what's been going on here? Um, I think, you know, the, the investigator, Beth Wilkinson, I mean, she certainly, I don't know whether she's, she's motivated to release documents at this point. She did not comment for our story today. And um, yes, there is still a court battle over learning um, if it can be learned uh, more about that $1.6 million settlement. Um, that, that the team made with an employee, uh, uh, was it a decade ago, I think, um, that, that court case is still going on. And, um, you know, the Post has, has intervened in the case, and we have argued that, you know, the issues of transparency demand that um, these records uh, be made, put, you know, put on the docket and are not, do not remain under seal. And so, um, We'll have to see if, if we ever do prevail in that case. Yeah. I, I always, because, you know, you are a reporter, you are not a, a columnist, you know, you are, you uncover facts. So I always, it's, I always kind of tread lightly on these questions because I hate putting a reporter in a position of saying, well, what do you think about this, that, or the other? But, you know, based on all of the mountains of documents and, and all of the hundreds of hours of, of investigations that, you know, that you guys did. Um, are, do you have any sense, do you think that, you know, there is tons of stuff out there that Beth Wilkinson found that the NFL is just, you know, kind of covering up in this case? I, I have no <laughs> doubt that there's a lot that we don't know about uh, what went inside, what ha- what went on inside the, uh, the Washington football team. Um, you know, there were people who spoke to us off the record. So there were things that we know that we can't publish. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that story remains, um, unfinished and, um, uh, but I don't know, maybe, maybe people are, have had enough and think, um, that, uh, Dan Snyder has taken, has taken steps to try to change the culture. He's hired some prominent uh, people of color and women as executives. Um, he was contrite yesterday. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if the culture changes. One of the things that really um, impacted me the most in reporting this story was talking to a number of young women whose dream had been to work in the NFL, particularly for this team. They grew up in the area. And then they were um, hazed essentially while working there, you know, because they were harassed so much. And some of them said, you know what, I'm just not going to work in the NFL. Um, And then others went to other teams and discovered that other teams had um, more enlightened cultures. Um, I mean, certainly the Washington football team is not 
week. Uh, we've learned in the last few years as the Me Too movement has swept um, the country that, you know, there are few institutions that don't have, that, you know, haven't had um, allegations of, of mistreating um, women who uh, participate or work there. Um, but, you know, that really made me sad to think of women who had socks, like envisioned a career for themselves in the NFL, and then just were completely disenchanted having worked um, under Dan Snyder. I was listening to Sally Jenkins a little while ago, and she made an interesting point. I don't know if you could shed any light on this, but yes, you know, Snyder has gotten off with a, a slap on the wrist, but do you get any sense, you know, he, he bought out his minority partners. He owns a hundred percent of the team. However, he's highly leveraged and obviously wants to probably unload that 40% again for some more cash. Does any of this in some, you know, sick, twisted, convoluted way, maybe hurt him in that does he seem like he's isolated and in a weaker position and and will have trouble attracting people to basically give him money i don't i don't think i think he's in a pretty strong position honestly i mean mm -hmm. when you when you asked at the top uh did we were you surprised i mean one of the reasons i think we weren't surprised is that the nfl uh let dan snyder gain full control of the team, right? So that was sort of a sign that they were uh, willing to keep working with him and wanting him to, to retain his, his, uh, his control. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't really, I, I think he'll, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's the way it, that's basically the, it sounds like the way this thing concludes, he wins. And unfortunately these, these, you know, hundreds of women who were, you know, who were harassed here um, and made to work in a toxic uh, work environment, aren't going to get the justice that, that they probably deserved in this, isn't it? Um, I think a lot of those women certainly feel that way. Hmm. Yeah. Final question for you before I let you get out of here. Um, uh, you do, you are an investigative journalist, uh, a, an, an NFL team is not, you know, your normal beat just for you as a journalist, um, how just weird and dynamic and everything else was this story, you know, in your career, when you, when you put this on the ladder, um, where does it go? I mean, this was a really great experience. I, you know, got to work with some uh, terrific uh, sports writing colleagues, you know, who know a lot more about football than I do. Will Hobson, Liz Clark, Mark Maskey. Um, I don't know anything about football, but what I do know is, um, you know, that what what drives every story that the Post does, and certainly the stories that I try to work on, is accountability, holding um, powerful people accountable, and that's that's what we sought to do here. Um, with the, the powerful person being Dan Snyder. So um, it was, a, was a, you know, I felt, feel lucky that I got to dig into it and um, hope that the folks who shared uh, stories with us feel like it was worthwhile too. Yeah, I, I hope it was for them because you guys did an incredible incredible job um on these series of stories i'm sure and i'm sure it's i hope that it's not over and i know that if anything else comes up that you guys will be on it because this was um this was some of the best investigative journalism i've read in a long long time and you guys ought to be proud of that 
Uh, that's very kind of you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Uh, Beth Reinert of the Washington Post, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Take care. And that's going to do it for us. Making the clock on the wall say it's time for us to get on out of here. We'll talk to you before training camp, especially if another shoe drops. Don't worry. In the meantime, don't forget, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike side, as always, do wear white. <laughs>